Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is December 30th. Wow, the last show of the year. Hard to imagine, right? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, how many times have we said the last show of the year? Uh, We've been at this for how long? Almost 10 years. I think this year will be 10 years. I think we didn't we start in 2010? Uh, I think, yeah, yeah, very well, very well could be 2010, but it was July July of 2010, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to do some research and see if I can figure out what year, whether it was 2010 or 2011, but I know it's been a while. We've been at this for quite a while. I don't think it was 2011. I think, I think you're right. I think it was 2010. Well, anyway, let me, we should, let me find that out. (laughs) Yeah. Let me uh, throw the disclaimer out there that I have nine dogs, well, 13 dogs in the house because one of my dogs had puppies. So if you hear a random bark or growl or something like that, it's uh, just the, the, the madness that I'm living in right now. And tell me, how are the puppies? Oh, I they, haven't seen they, them in a couple of weeks. They're getting fat. They're growing. Are they? Are they yeah, they're growing. Yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're. Um, I'll send you some pictures. Seeing you, seeing you not here, seeing you're up in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting out of here as quick as I can, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you've had fun though. Um. Also, no, I got sick, so that has not been fun at all. No. And pharmacies here apparently shut down at six p.m. And oh, until 10 a.m. Between here uh, and 50 miles away, there was nothing open to get medication. So, yeah. how far away? How far from Asheville are you? 50 miles. Yeah, and that's the, that was the closest place that had a pharmacy that would be open. So, and it's not worth the drive. No, no, I was no, no. If them. if you if you if you were back home and you had to drive to West Palm, that's nothing. But to drive right. 50 miles anywhere else is... Well, there's is... a 24-hour pharmacy on just about every corner where we live. So it's yeah, this is true. No, this is very true. You but know, you know so we made it... about it in the urgent care. Oh, this is the country. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised that they don't, they don't have, uh, you know, so, if, so I guess if you don't, if you get there after four o'clock, you're in trouble. Because you you're never going to get your prescription until the next day. You're exactly right. But yeah. I'm feeling a bit better. Well, we made it through. So. We made it through one half of the big holidays. We made it through Christmas. You yeah. know, um, and, and and that was that was always a uh, a tough time for me like when I was out there active and even even a few years in um, I would say quite a few years in uh, recovery Christmas was always uh, not really my holiday you know I think a lot of people feel that way it can be very um, 
overwhelming. I guess it's yeah, yeah, to put uh, yeah, e- yeah, emotion, yeah, overwhelming, emotional. Um, but you know the one, one one great thing. I mean, with with all the uh, you know the heart problems that I've had over the past couple of months, which which really when I look now that I'm kind of clear-headed and have oxygen running through my heart um yeah pump pumping through my i got i have blood pumping through my heart now um i look back yeah, and which you didn't before <clears throat> very very restricted it was was 74 percent on one side and 99 on the other and the two on the two main on the two main ones so um you know the i i look back and i want to say that August. When was when was the hurricane that we had that took uh, uh, took like a ninety degree? September. Was September? It was over Labor okay. Day weekend. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I, August, September. I wanna I wanna say we had uh, grabbed gas and like five gallon cans to uh, fill the generators, uh, and I was pouring gas in my car with my son in law, and I thought that I was breathing gas, and that's why my lungs were hurting. Yeah, it 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 started back then. So I was walking around from September, October, and November, just just waiting to take my last breath. Wow, you know. Fortunately enough, uh, divine intervention got me in the hospital. I and, was going to uh, say there were other plans for you for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I kept I kept fighting it and saying no no no. It's just a just a chest cold. Fully, fu- I can't say fully knowing that there was something wrong, but you know, somewhere in there, I had to know that it wasn't a chest cold. Looking back on it now, I I know it wasn't a chest cold. I know I was just being a dope. But that's well, what yeah, we do, you know, uh, the, stubbornness of, <clears throat> the stubbornness we of the stubbornness of humanity. Granted, until we can't. Yeah. yeah. Or or until it's too late. You know the stubbornness yeah. of humanity. We uh we we get in our own way all the time. You know, and and that's why I have to tell myself on a daily basis, get out of your own way. Um, and I and I prove it to myself every single time I don't step to the left, and I'm using that just figuratively. In other words, if yeah, if I'm driving, if I think I'm driving the bus. I'm driving myself right into disaster. I, I just proved it. I just proved it again. I mean, granted, I probably still would have had to go through the same um, things that I did in September that I did in November if I said, hey, wait a minute, there might be something wrong. But I, I think I learned a valuable lesson this time. I'm not going to take anything that I feel for granted. You know, they, I'm in cardiac rehab three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And the nurses, you know, ask, how did that feel? Like I'm on a, I'm on a treadmill and I'm doing like whatever it is that they suggest I do. And they ask me, how's that feel? And I, and I say, well, that was tiring. I don't want to be that stone cold. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. I, you know, the, yeah. the Marine, the Marine piece of me is still there, but you know, I, I, I need to, uh, be honest with myself and I need to tell on myself, you know, there was a longest time for the longest time. I I never told on myself because it wasn't my fault. So I thought, you know, it was, it was always somebody else's fault, you know, and, and this time of year, 
reminds me of my faults a lot um, easier than if it's June or July and the sun's out and it's shiny and I don't have anything to be emotional about. Yeah, I know. I I agree. And, and I you don't have to be a Marine to be that tough guy because I don't like to admit that I'm not well either. Right. At all. The only reason I went to urgent care was because I was afraid that I had caught the flu and I didn't want to give it to my mother and I'm staying at her house. Right, right. So had I... Had I tested positive for the flu, I would have just gone to a hotel, but I didn't. I have bronchitis, which requires steroids, which I don't like using, and, you know, it's just all, it's all a conundrum, but, you know, I just feel <laughs> a little better. Yeah. Is M but, still yeah, up there? I'm the same way. I would never have gone otherwise. Huh? M still up there? No. The kids left today. Thank the Lord. How 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 they, no, they they fly out? Yeah, they both flew up different airlines, different airports. Neither one of them could find their cars when they got <laughs> there. I mean, these are grown adults, grown ass you know, people, mostly over thirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, grown ass people who call their mother <laughs> in another yeah. state can't find my car at the airport. Um, okay, what do you want? Couldn't me to find. Do? What do you mean when they got when she got home? She couldn't find her car. When she landed at, oh. at PBI, she went out and she she texted me a picture of, you know, she took a picture of the space she parked the car in. Where is this? Well, I don't know. I always park in the garage because somebody else is paying for it. Uh, um, yeah, right. Yeah. And then her brother called me and said, um, he drove my car to Fort Lauderdale. Do you know any of your license plate number? I'm like, um, no. <laughs> It turned what out goobus. I had a picture of it, but by the time I yeah. found it, he was gone. Well, he didn't think. Well, no, apparently not. I, but you know something that that's a that's a, a common mistake too. You get out of the car and you, I, I've done it, and walk walk into an airport just to pick somebody up. Like say when Joe flies in, I walk I walk yeah. in, and then on the way back, I'm like, oh man, what did I do with the car? Right, it's almost like going to Disney for the day, and when you're out, you're, you're tired and your legs hurt, and you and you you're trying to remember the character in your that uh, that you're parked in, you know, and it's Tinkerbell, right. and you're looking at you're looking at you know something else. And, oh, that's right, they do them like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the and the crazy thing is is that the crazy thing is is that you're not alone. Whenever you're at an airport, whenever you're at Disney or a big big parking facility. You hear the alarms going off on cars, and people are setting the alarms off because they know they're close. They just don't know where yeah. their car is. They yeah. just don't know where the car is. Well, I guess yeah. they both found their cars, and they're on their way home. So all I can say is I'm glad they're gone. Cool. They turned into little kids. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that you know you're glad they're gone, but you're you're going to be chasing after them Wednesday. Because you're coming home. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just coming home. I, I think there's something up here in the air that does not agree with me because I got this last year too. Yeah, you've, so, you've outgrown, you've outgrown the about, mountains. Yes, I do believe I have. As clean as clean as the air is here, it's probably that much cleaner there, and that's that's what's jacking you up. No, I don't think it is. There are factories here that smell like sewers. 
And, yeah. you know, you can drive by them, which we did on the way to the airport. Yes. And they've been there for years. I mean, Was a lot like of a, these towns like a paper factory or something? Of, yes, exactly. Okay. Paper yeah, they, they smell awful. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, I and went that, to school when I was went to, when I went to college up in Maine. There was a there was a paper mill we had to drive by, and it was it was brutal. Yeah, Can you imagine working well, in there. One in this town, no, but that you know, I guess a lot of people do because that's where the money is. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. And then you know, it went out of business for a long time, and everybody, I guess, I don't know how they live, and now it's back and stinky. So, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. And maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but can't wait to get back to my factory air because <laughs> I keep my AC on. Right. It's, and it's I hear it's, it's yeah, warm I, here. Well, yeah. It's it's it was uh, it was nice today. It was rainy again, but it was nice today. Yeah, I also heard it's been raining since I left. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you know the, the the only bad thing about that is 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 that uh, while while you're driving around, I mean, you're like, oh man, you 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 run from your house to your car to the store to your car to your house, you know, to your car, and then you see people standing on the street that are homeless, helpless, and loveless, and you're like, you kind of you kind of you kind of feel for them, you know. And there was a guy out there today. I went. I went to cardiac rehab, like I said, and then I went over to the uh, warehouse to pack it up to get all the Toys for Tots stuff uh, squared away and have the pod picked up. And there was a guy on the corner with a sign that said, uh, Jesus loves you, of course, you know, I mean, of, of in, right. in something else. And he turned it around and he said, um, uh, homeless and I'm hungry, you know, yeah. and, and, and I, I, and I felt here. Yeah, and I felt extra bad for him because he's out there in the rain. I mean, you know, hide on the—I don't want to say hide underneath an overpass, but like, I don't know, man. And it just reminds me well, they of they don't allow them to. They arrested them under there. They don't. Yeah? They are not allowed to go under bridges. Yeah. So you can stand out with a sign, but you can't go under the under the overpass. Yeah, you can't go under the. You can't go under a bridge because. They're they're not supposed to. I don't know what the reasoning is. They will arrest them and you know for trespassing once they've been given a warning. Huh. So I think that, you know they move from bridge to bridge until you know right. So they land in jail for a couple of months and then they let them out and they go back to what they were doing. I well, I mean they sleep in the woods and the stuff. They, yeah. What's that? Well, that you know there. Are, I heard from Tony, my homeless friend. Oh um, yeah, how's he doing? Was not well. Now, apparently, his tent had been destroyed, and you know he needed money. I couldn't get him any. Um, you know, I was up here, and it's very sad. But I saw the yeah, a person with the exact same sign that you were describing today: homeless, hungry, something else. Yeah. And yeah, I, honestly, I probably would have stopped, but um, you know, I was I was on a ramp going onto the freeway, and I mean, it was a green light, and there were people behind me. Yeah, you know, I would have given him five bucks. I feel bad. You know, maybe they really are hungry at some point. Oh no, I, I'm sure they are. I, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. I mean, I, you know, my, I, I didn't have that. Wasn't I? I guess 
it was an option for me 30 years ago, but it wasn't trendy to stand on a corner. I would run around and bum a dollar here, $2 there, $3 here. So, I mean, I guess I was a mobile, (laughs) a mobile, uh, um, well, yeah, but my daughter will see people that she knows still to this day on the corner, and she will always drive over to where they are and give them as much money as she can. She said, oh, yeah. I, gonna yeah, use, use it yeah. For, I don't care. Yeah, I, 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 and I get it. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've had the, I've gone through uh, many different phases of uh, caring through uncaring right. and, and all of that stuff, and I think today it just doesn't, it, it it pulls on my heart a little bit more to um, help someone. And like you said, if they, if you know what's going to happen with it, uh, so what? I'd right. say I'm not the, I'm not the, uh, uh, what, what would you call those people that stand on the corners? The uh, panhandlers. I'm not the panhandling. Yeah. I'm not the panhandling police. I, you know, like, what are you going to do with this do- dollar? You know, no, come on. Right. Yeah, we you know, you know, booze, cigarettes, drugs, maybe some food. Yeah, yeah, and 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 hopefully my dollar goes towards food. I, who am I? Who am I okay. to say that I'm not going to give you a dollar because or two dollars or five or I, I've gone upwards of twenty before. You know, just just because that's all I had in my pocket and I felt bad at the time. And I don't know if I don't know if you know that's uh, survivor's guilt. But, you know, it, it very well could be. You know, dial uh, 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. And share your stories. Share, you know, share if you've been out on the corner and have had to do what we've just been talking about. Share it with somebody because it, it may help them. It may bring them through what it is that they're going through right now. And um, Ellen and I will talk a little bit more about this when we return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. You know, before we talk about anything else, I just want to I just want to um, take a moment to say a prayer for the sick and suffering addicts that are out there, uh, you know, especially during this sensitive time. And the reason why I say sensitive time is because it always triggered me to not do the right thing. I don't want to say do the wrong thing, but not do the right thing. And, you know, I'm grateful today that I... um, can see the errors of of what I did, who I was, and I don't want to embrace that anymore. And that and that right there, um, is is huge for somebody who, at one moment, felt better than, and the next moment felt less than, and and more so, less than during the holidays. You know, I, I thought I didn't deserve the love that was being given to or shown to me by my family, friends, and environment, you know, and I'm sure there's someone out there that feels the same exact way, and and I just want to let you know you're not alone, and if you come out of the woods, if you come out of the darkness, if you come out of the storm, and just say help, there's going to be someone there that has the willingness to help. I didn't believe it. And look where I am. The last time that I had to use a drink or a drug for effect was February 28th, 1989. Seems like a long time ago, but it's still really yesterday. You know, because if I choose to forget who I am or if I choose to forget where I came from, I'll end up right being back with that shell of a human being that I was. So please say a prayer for someone that needs it. You know, there are are many people that are sick in hospitals. There are many people that, um, the dog's barking at the cat. There are many people that, um, thanks, thanks for breaking it there for me, dude. No, but there, there are, there are many people that are sick through normal, um, unhealthy reasons. But then there are the, then there are the sick and suffering, you know, and and those are the, those are the people that that at this time really need the extra prayers because they're the they're the walking dead out there they're the they're the ghosts among us they're the poor panhandlers on the corner and I wouldn't wish that on anyone I wouldn't wish that on. You know, my worst enemy. You know, I really don't have any enemies, but I wouldn't wish that on anyone because I've been there. I've seen the despair. I've felt it, and that's why when we were talking, you know, on the other, on the uh, before the break, when we were talking about, you know, giving money or or this that the other thing, I know where they come from. I don't care where that dollar goes. I I, I don't care because uh, you know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I am blessed and fortunate, and, you know, why would I begrudge a dollar or two to anybody? I don't. I don't. Uh, You know, I should be doing more, honestly. You know, I should be working more 
get with people like that because I do have a heart for them. It's just, you know, finding time, it's hard, all of that. Yeah, I mean, your life gets so wrapped up in, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, it it can be difficult. You know, I I, I don't know. It, It can be difficult because, you know, sometimes people are very resistant. But you can help one person. It's it's great. If you can help more than one person, it's even better. And, I, you know, the families of, of those people that are out there are suffering as well, especially at this time of year. You know, you may have a family member in jail. You may not know where they are. And all of, right. that's, all of it makes it very difficult to enjoy, you know, the holidays for what they are supposed to be. And as and as crazy as it, of a deal about it, but right. But as crazy as it sounds, you said you may have a, a loved one in jail. Um, at least you know where they are. Yes. You know, there, there, I, there, I there saw is a hidden blessing in that. Yeah, I saw her on social media a couple of days ago that uh, there was a family or 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 a wife in uh, Massachusetts looking for her husband. She hasn't heard from him in weeks. She put a picture out there. Have you seen him? Now, I I know that there have been cases, many, where the individual just doesn't want to be found and they're running around like a nut and, you know. But sadly, like you said, this is affecting someone else. I mean, hopefully... Hopefully he's okay, but sadly, it's affected. It, it, it ruined. It's ruined. Um, it's ruining someone's life. Exactly. And you know, maybe more than one person. If you know the person has children. Yeah. It's it's very very difficult. You know, parents. The selfishness of, of the selfishness of addiction, and the guy is probably the most caring person in the world. I mean, you find out, you find out when when we stop using and hurting yeah. the ones we love, we're we're probably the more the most caring people that you know. I would agree with that a hundred percent. It's so yeah. weird how that flips. You know, and everybody right. always says, "Oh, they're so selfish. They're so selfish." But you guys do become. Because you know what it's like to be there and yeah. be in that. Yeah, you know, and, and, and f- for me, for me, when I, you know, through my selfishness, when I got clean, um, I was, I tried to help as many people as I could, and I got myself in a jam by doing that because people were showing up at my door at three o'clock in the morning, needing a place to stay, and yeah. you know, and <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah, so of course I, yeah, I, I uh, or breaking into your house or oh yeah right yeah I wasn't car. even I wasn't even but I wasn't even thinking of that I was thinking up in Massachusetts and and that's why I that's one of the reasons why I moved so that I could um, find out who I was you know I mean I kept my house up in Massachusetts but I came down here to give myself a break to find out who I am and and I'm grateful that I did that I'm grateful that I. Um, got away, and it's been, gee, I don't know, twelve years, twelve and a half years, or something like that, since I, since I moved away. And I'm sure that there's some knucklehead going and knocking on my door on, on Butler Street, saying, "Hmm, how come he's not answering?" <laughs> you know? Oh, really? 
Well, I mean, you know, there's yeah. people out there that are still people that are still out there. When I left, and there's there's still, you know, amongst the amongst the dregs of society, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. I, it amazes me how how some people manage to hold on as long as they do, but they do. You know, my homeless friend has been homeless for wow, yeah, well over ten years. Well, yeah, yeah, years. yeah. Uh huh. I don't know. I, I don't know. I really don't know how he's managed. Yeah, you know, and it's and you hear on the on the news about all the, you know, the big thing now is the homelessness, and you know, in L.A. and in uh, New York, and you know, I'm just saying the bigger cities in San Francisco and and all of that, and. I, I, I don't know. There's a large yeah, I mean, homeless population in our little town. Yeah, there is. There is, and um, very large. But you know the the, the um, I, I don't I I don't know that wasn't that wasn't ever a, a choice that was that 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 I could, that I could choose. But I mean, I think if I think if I kept going, then. You know that that probably would have become an option because I would have not only burned all the houses that I got to stay in, uh, you know, like my my uh, my family's houses, but I, I would have I right. would have burned all the couches that I was sleeping on too, and and I would have ended yeah. up, you know, homeless in a tent behind uh, big wheels up the north end of New Bedford, and and um, that's that. There's people there now, and um. They seem to think that that's acceptable, and and I don't know. That just scares me. You know, are you that afraid to come out of the to come out of the woods? You know, and and face what life's about. You know, everything you ever dreamed of is on the other side of the fear you feel. And I don't know. You know, I, I it just it just blows my mind because that that fortunately wasn't my mindset and and I'm sure if we had somebody on here and they were sharing their feelings and their understanding and their living I could relate to it even though I never experienced it because I've related to almost everything that anyone said about active addiction right yeah i guess it the form that it takes in your life is going to be as unique as people are unique, but, you know, a lot of you end up in the same types of predicaments, and it it must be, you know, it's horrific to be there, but to get out of it is so difficult for some that they, maybe it's easier to stay there. I don't know. You know, as, as someone who's never experienced that, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine finding any comfort in that. No, I, that that can't be comforting, you know, because there was a lot of times when I walked around, you know, uh, unbathed for a long time, and that that wasn't comfortable mm-hmm. at all. And can you imagine sleeping in the woods, sleeping in the leaves, no. you know? No, I cannot. And you know, in dirty clothes, dirty bedding, if you were lucky enough to have it, tent, no tent. Mm-hmm. You know, in in all kinds of weather, uh, at least in Florida. You're not going to be cold often. <laughs> rain often, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it does get cold sometimes, and it's very hot most of the time. That can't be comfortable either. 
you're not going to find yourself welcome in most places if you smell and are disheveled. No, and and you know the sad thing is is like they they say that you know mental illness goes along with it and everything like that and um the well, we're talking about homelessness and and yesterday in that church in Texas the the shooter there that came into the church with a um, shotgun yeah was a was a was a homeless guy he was a known homeless guy in the city and no nobody in their right mind walks into a church and just starts firing a shotgun that just that that's so far out of the real the realm of realities so so there has to be uh legitimacy to the mental illness factor of it but it can't just oh, be yes, that so. but it just i i don't think that it's just being mentally ill puts you on the street because i think if you just be, if, you know, there has to be another factor with it, and that's where it. That's where the addiction comes in, or the. Um, well, which came first, the mental illness or the addiction? That that is a question I always ask because a lot of times it's very difficult to tell. Pick one. You know, nothing was diagnosed. Yeah. Until after the addiction happened, was that a precursor? Was it a coexisting condition? You know, for a while, yeah, that could was the, a thing. Could I don't the, know. Could the substance that you're ingesting just just brought the uh, the the illness out to the front, out to the forefront? You know, I mean, you never know. You don't know. You really don't. You know, was it no. an untreated illness that the person is treating with the substance? Maybe. But you know, but, you know was, what? what a just to, just a as a. Just as a couple of people talking to the world, um, the thing that throws me is that nobody wants to claim responsibility and they want to blame the next person you know uh you hear it you hear it on tv it you know it's it's because they didn't help no stop take responsibility because the parents or the mother or the father both of them whatever or or the president you know to to just take just just take responsibility you know the individual who's out there suffering in a tent, who's who's pooping on the street. Um, you know that there's something wrong if that's what they're doing. You know that there's something not firing properly, and um, take responsibility. And I mean the 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 cops try to go out there and and uh, see if everybody's okay. They do wellness checks and they end up getting sick. So you know right. why. Yeah, I, I, it's just a bad, bad state that we're in, and uh, not state the Florida, not state of Florida, state yeah. of state of state, existence. State of, yeah, state of humanity. Yeah, that, we've, that we still have people that are in this type of situation with no no assistance, and it's, you and know, we've I, looked, like I we've say, I know the they're very so resistant, long. but we could at least give them somewhere to live. Yeah. Yep. You know, why they, why can't some tax dollars be moved around for that? And they just sitting on a sitting in a tent watching life go by on a on a street somewhere in Los Angeles. Or, or uh, Florida. Yeah, I'm I'm Seriously? just using yeah. Well, I, I mean it could be anywhere. I'm pretty sure well, I saw a homeless person here. And I um I do some volunteer work for my mom's church when I'm here. It's uh-huh. all food, and there was quite a bit left over on Saturday. And I was like, "Is there 
a homeless shelter or places that feed the homeless here that we can give this to? No. They don't do that here, so. So they just push them out on the street? Well, not push them out yeah. on the street. Well, I mean, they just, they there's the no. away or give it to, give it to the volunteers. You know, I took a bunch of them that we didn't eat. and Give it, give it to, to the pig farmer. People that were walking around. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. It bothers me. I, but I don't know what the answer is. You know, I think a lot of the churches where we live, they have tent city helpers. Yeah. And, you know, they try, they give them tents, they give them clothes, they of course, get lost, and they need new tents and new clothes in that cycle, but at least they're doing that. You know, yeah. there's hope that somebody might eventually get the kind of help they need and, you know, get back on their feet and maybe be able to do something. Yeah, you know, that, and that's the thing, you know, like you, you have these uh, certain uh, advocate groups that go around and count, you know, like every... Um, in Port St. Lucie, the uh, VSO, which is the Veteran Service Office, uh, once a year goes around and counts the veterans that are homeless. Oh, what mm-hmm. good What good does that do? That's a number for you. Are you putting money towards that? If you were and you showed it, then they may that that number would probably decrease. Um, and and they do was, that. They do that in Martin as well. They count them, and they count. They try to do a complete homeless count, which I don't know how you would do that, but they do. Yeah, yeah. And they they know the ones that have been out for a while. You know, been out there for a while. They know who they are. Right. And they know the ones that are veterans, but the VA really doesn't want to help them. Well, I think it's. I, I don't necessarily know. It's the if it's the VA. It's it's every uh, everyone just looks the other way. It's not. It's not my problem. Well, they I'm actually not, called yeah. me about my friend, and he had told them a lie, and they asked if it was true, and I said no. <laughs> and they were going to give him a hotel room based on this lie. Yeah. And when they found out that you know it was a lie, because I'm not lying to the VA. I'm sorry. No, I hear you. Um, they wouldn't do it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know it. he was a vet. Yes. He was. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Or he is a vet. Yep. Yeah. He is huh. a vet. And as and, are and, his two main friends. Yeah, and the thing is, is that he uh, he has the opportunity at his fingertips. You know, you said the VA the VA doesn't want to help, but I think that I think that they're there to help. They've never done anything but help me through my situations. Every time I've turned myself over to into the hospital saying that I'm an addict or I'm homeless, helpless, and loveless, uh, they were there for me. So I, they I don't probably nec- would if he hadn't lied to them. Yeah. I think the guy was afraid, and, and he's probably right, that he would put him up in a hotel and he would trash the place and get thrown out. That's happened over oh, yeah. and over yeah, and yeah. over. And then, and then you'd see him on the then you'd see him on the streets in the in the white bathrobe with the big S on it from Sheridan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know yeah. they 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 talk on the phone. They go to the pool and get drunk and harass people. And yeah, it doesn't yeah. work very well. Yeah, that's too bad. You know, it is. But that that's the conundrum. What do you do? There used to be state mental hospitals where people could go and live forever if they needed to. Well, there to. still are. They're said that they still have some They still have some in Massachusetts. 
I mean, I don't know about living forever, most but places don't. Yeah. Yeah, they. Most of the ones that we have now are kind of a treat them and street them mentality. Because they yeah, just, you know, they don't. There's not the funding to take care of people like we used to. No, no, not at all. Well, we're going to go to break. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back. So we were last uh, segment we were talking. Uh, we we kind of brought the the hot strings down, and and I, I want to kind of maybe end the show with uh, on on a happier note. So uh, why don't we talk about um, what you're going to do for your New Year's resolution? <laughs> I don't even know. My New Year's resolution. Yeah. Well, here's what here's my plan. I'm volunteering at the Humane Society, the local one. So okay. I'm going to do a class on January the 11th on I don't know what, and then they will put me either with dogs, cats, or other creatures and doing various things. So I'm hoping that that will be a way that I can get back in my spare time. Now, what what Humane Society is that? Martin County. The one in Palm City. Yeah. Was where is it in Palm City? 
It's, um, you know, the street where the auction was, it's, if you don't turn that way, but go the other way, it's down, yeah. down there. Well, that's where oh, we the got au- the cat. The auction's no longer there? No, it's gone. One of my huh. favorite things. Yeah. Huh. No, they, they, they sold it and I think they only do them, you know, periodically now. Once so, every, yeah, once every, so it was, it wasn't it every Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was every Wednesday for years. Yeah. I was a loyal yeah. fan. I was always there. They had some good stuff in there. They did. It was an interesting place, always. Yeah. And you could yeah, get you... stuff, too. I sold stuff, bought stuff. Yeah. Bought a car one time. Not a good one, but... You bought it out of there? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that, that, that that should be pretty interesting, Uh Volunteering for well, the uh, we'll Humane see Society. If I can stand it without bringing home a million animals. Um, we'll we'll see, but that's that's what I decided to do this year. Yeah, how many how many dogs you think it. you're gonna how many dogs you think you're gonna have by the end of the year? You're gonna you're gonna beat me or what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that would be kind of hard to do, Ray. No, I mean you could how get many, how many are in your house right now. Right now, 13 dogs. 13 dogs. And two cats. Do you have the monkey? I have the monkey. Okay. And, and I'm you surprised have you haven't I'm surprised you haven't heard the bird. Oh, you got a bird, too? Yes. They, they yeah, fortunately enough, I didn't have they to have take all the lizards and the lizards and snake and turtle and uh, what else? Hamster and bunny yeah. and all of that stuff. What, do you just go uh, over there and feed them? No, no, they they got they got somebody the guy who cleans the fish tank. <laughs> um, oh, I was gonna say I don't think I I tried feeding a snake once. That was not something I could do again. Well, a snake a snake you only have to feed so often. Yeah, but still you gotta yeah. go get the mice and they like them to be alive and I couldn't do that. Yeah, I know that. They tried starting with the frozen ones and it didn't work. Yeah. So I think they right. I think they're at the live ones, but who will? You know, I, I got enough yeah. over here with with the. I mean, I say thirteen dogs. There's really nine uh, coherent dogs. There's four little puppies that are twenty days old and they're not. All they do is squirm. Yeah, they're so cute. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Until so they until they turn into. Until they turn into these knuckleheads, not to have thirteen dogs in my house anymore. <laughs> there you go. No, you know, I, 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 you know, you you say about giving back, and I, I think, I think this this year I got to find a way to. Granted, I I give back with with like you know like toys for tots and stuff like that, but um, that only lasts. That's only ninety days, and really, when you break it down, it's only a matter of. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks that we're really packing boxes and packing uh, toys and, you know, um, distributing them to the families in need. Um, but there, there's something, and I, 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 it, it's, it's about animals, I think, but I don't necessarily know, like you said, I, I, I look online and I, and I see all these posts from uh, New York 
bully society or whatever it is, and they always show a homeless dog in um, yeah. Ecuador or something like that, and the, and the poor thing is just about breathing. And I don't know if I'd be yeah. able to stomach that. So it might be that I volunteer. Um, you know, there was when I was in the hospital. There was a woman when I was in West Palm Beach. There was a woman who came by every single day, and she was a Eucharistic minister. And she just came by, and she said hello to everybody, and and it impressed me. And I said, you know, that's that's something special right there. And I don't know if I don't know if um, I would have the drive to do that, but I think that giving back to people who are physically sick and suffering um maybe a way to go for me i don't i don't know i it's something that i have to search for and and uh figure out yeah i think i think that would you know if i wasn't working i would probably be volunteering in a hospital just because yeah. that's what i did anyway right right but, oh, you know, I mean, my time is limited so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Taking care of dogs and cats briefly on a weekend or, you know, maybe in an, an evening or two. Right. I don't know. I'm selfishly hoping it'll make me happy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, animals do make you happy unless they're, unless they're barking during your show. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but would, yeah. Would, you rather have, would you rather have the barking or silence? Come on now. Uh, to be honest with you, I'd like barking, silence for an hour. Uh, well, to be honest with you, I like silence for an hour, and then they could bark for twenty-three. It doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah. I get them. I get. I get them going so, intentionally, and then I then I film them and send them to people with the with the nine dogs all jumping around at my feet. None of them weigh more That's than twenty so pounds. <laughs> I know, and they're so sweet. Yeah. They really are, and I, you know your cats are sweet. Yeah, I have the two greatest feet. cats in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. They're they're just chill. Yeah. Chill out cat. Yeah, and Pepsi the 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 panther. Yeah. Yeah. He's so big. He's huge. He looks like a panther. He's, he's huge, but not he's fat, not fat. No, he's just huge. And yeah, to he and really to is. Yeah, and to think I found him um at PetSmart. Actually, Brianna found him at PetSmart. She said, "Oh, she wanted him, and uh, I oh, got really? him. I got him for her birthday. She, I don't know, four, five years ago. Oh, yeah, he's and, been there uh, a while. Well, actually, what I did was I, I she wanted him, and the uh, the fee was ninety dollars." So I gave her a big bag with a bunch of confetti in it, and I taped a $100 bill to the bottom of it. And um, so she threw the confetti all over her grandmother's house, and her grandmother got pissed, and she found the, she found the, uh, she found the, the dollar bill, ta- I mean the $100 bill taped to the thing. And the first, that's the first thing that she said she wanted to spend it on. She said she wanted to buy Pepsi. So I went the next day, and yeah, I went the next day and bought them. He's a great kid. He really is. Yeah. like him a lot. Just a big bruiser, sweet as he can be. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the and thing. I mean, some the of the dogs have all said hello, and then he'll come say hello. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't want to get wrapped up in that madness. Right. 
Right. The, they're they're um, all jumping around. When they're finally done, then he comes up. You know, and and that's the thing. He was in a shelter. That he, you know, he he's a sheltered cat. And look at what happened when he was shown love. And we have like three minutes left, so I want to kind of bring it back to the individuals who are out there st- sick and suffering. You know about uh, about my cat. He was a sheltered cat. I don't know how he got in that shelter. I don't know how you got to the situation that you got into. But as soon as he was shown love, he flourished. He was a little skinny little cat when I got him. And as soon as he was shown love and was given food and meals and love and and attention... He, his life flourished. I mean, and he's he's the happiest he's the happiest being in the house tonight, right? Today, yesterday, tomorrow. I know, and um, you know. So, get out of your own way and and ask for help. I mean, that it's coming up tomorrow. There'll be twenty four hour meetings, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, wherever you are. So you can go in at 5 o'clock in the morning and sit there until 5 o'clock at night if you don't want to be out on the street by yourself. If you want to listen to a message, you know, if you want to listen to someone's experience, strength, and hope of, you know, of, of what, what their life has become just because they walked in and said help. You know, be Pepsi. Be my cat. And, and... Allow allow someone else's love to get you going. I mean, I know it's tough. Yeah, I know it's tough to love yourself when you're in the situation you're in because I lived it. It was tough to love myself. It's still it's still even questionable on some days when I'm not feeling a hundred percent. You know, like when a couple of months last month when I was when I was all banged up in the hospital. It was it was tough to have hope. But the thing is, is that I that I put so much hope in the people around me, I wasn't willing to give all that up. So, step out of your, step out of where you're at, and just say help. Ultimately, that word help will turn into thank you. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've seen it in far too many cases where. Yeah, Find far too many. More. Yeah, and that thing you know, needs more than getting high. And you know, like I said earlier, and I just kind of grazed on it. Everything you've ever dreamed of is on the other side of the fear you feel. You know, reach out and say help. Feel that fear, and and you too can become a miracle in recovery. You know, I'm grateful, and we we have less than a minute, so I just want to, you know. Sign off. This is the last year. This is the last show of 2019. And I just want to share my gratitude to our audience for listening to us for the year, over the years. You know, Helen Helen had said that it's been 10 years since we've been on the air doing this on very different, you know, on, on a variety of platforms. And I'm so grateful that we can bring our message of recovery. Even like the majority of the show, we talked about nothing. But that's that's talking about life on life's terms, and I'm so grateful for that. And with that, Ellen. With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner.
that it is. Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.